Welcome back to Hawkinator Explores. Now, I know it's called Hawk Explores everywhere else, but um, that's just to make it, finding it easier. But um, I, as you can tell, I am lap lacking an introduction song. So if anybody uh, plays the oboe or the, or the clarinet, the clarinet or the trumpet or anything really and can make me a little jig, then that'd be most appreciated because I'm really abusing the sound effects here. They they honestly sound really shit. So, yeah. So th there was that. But um, yeah. Welcome back. If you're if you're new, uh, follow the Insta <laughs> blog. Um, Hawk Explores, and obviously follow my main Insta. No, don't do that. <laughs> um. So yeah. If you if you're new, welcome back. And if you're uh if you're rejoining, oh, good to have you back. Good to have you back. All right, so today um, I just want to start out by saying, uh, ah, shit, like we're in stage four again. It's, pre it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary stuff. So as you can see in my um, slideshow that I've made, I've put in like Lifeline and stuff. <laughs> um, I'm just making sure that those are the right ones. But yeah, definitely if you're, I know this is like really hard for people with mental health and uh, difficult family situations so my heart goes out to those people and also I'll I'll even put my phone number in the in the description you can even give me a buzz if needs be all jokes aside but in saying that don't abuse it if I get prank calls I'll shit myself I've been getting non-stop calls from all these charities because I keep signing all these petitions and they're they're calling me all the time and it's really scary. I don't know who they are, and they're pestering me, and it's really upsetting. So please don't prank call me. I'm not in the right frame of mind for it. But if you actually need to call me, definitely, definitely HMU. <laughs> no cap. Ew. Uh, anyway, so moving on. So today, as I said in last week's episode, the little introduction piece of shit that I made last week, um, I'm going to be talking about... Oh, fuck. Gotta get quicker on the sound effects. That was shit. I'll just edit that. Um, yeah, we're gonna be talking about Pizzagate. So, what is Pizzagate? Pizzagate is not one thing, and we're finding out new things about them every single day. But in order to new things about it every single day but in order to sort of explain it to you guys better I'm calling this episode the origins but what I want to make extremely clear is that it's not it's all these different things that make the bigger picture it's not sort of a linear story that I can tell you it's also deemed a conspiracy theory um which is annoying but it's also important for me to add that this could all be bullshit and I could just be sounding like an idiot so please don't take take what I say with a grain of salt but then also put your critical thinking hats on and just think about shit I sound like a year three teacher fuck anyway so yeah basically I just want to preface that I am not in a position to say what I'm saying is the be all end all but let's be real Shit's pretty real. Or maybe it's not. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so let's get right into it. If you're following along with the Instagram slideshow that I made, you'll come across this little document which has all these code words sort of um, debunked. But for those to make sense, I need to start from the start. 
So I'm going to take you back to 2016. It's the uh, federal election in America. Um, who's running for presidency? Fucking Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Oh, lucky Americans. They're spoiled for choice. Jesus. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're running for president. You know, Hillary looks like she's got it in the bag. Do you guys remember that? Like, we were like, oh, she's going to win. Who's going to vote for this, like, monkey-looking motherfucker? Um, but anyway, so, yeah, she looked like she had it in the bag. And then her right-hand man, or her, I forget what his title's called. It's like, um, oh, fuck, what's it called? It's like, um, it's her something manager, very high up, really important to her. His emails get leaked by uh, WikiLeaks. And if you don't know what WikiLeaks are, maybe I'll refresh your brain with Julian Assange. If you don't know who he is, he's just, like, basically this guy that's, like, He's leaked so much shit from the FBI and the CIA and, like, basically they have him on, like, house arrest and if you watch the videos of him in house arrest, he's just, like, walking around, like, it looks like Dumbledore and he's, like, banging his head on shit. It's it's weirdly entertaining and really sad at the same time. But, um, more sad than entertaining. It's not entertaining. I take it back. But, um, yeah, basically his, like, his establishment, WikiLeaks, released these John Podesta's emails um, and as you see, the slide one, they weren't explicitly weird, but if you go in reading them with an analytical brain and also the understanding that all these words that he's using really out of context have a different meaning, have a code meaning, like pizza, like handkerchief, like cheese, then you're like, oh, fuck, like that's some weird shit. Like, as you can see in the first email that I've got there, it's like, the real letter found a handkerchief. I think it has a map that seems pizza related. Is it yours? What? What the fuck does that mean? And if we go back to whatever our what our meanings mean, pizza means little girl. Ew! What is he talking about? Like that makes no sense. You know, that's just fucking weird, if you ask me. Anyway, so then the next one goes, I think Obama spent $65,000 on taxpayers' money flying in pizza slash dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House not long ago. Assume we are using the same channels? Question mark. To celebrate all you hot dogs out there. What? What are hot dogs? We go back to look. A little boy. Look, now, that's just fucking weird. I don't get it. If someone else could explain it to me, then I'm open to it. But for right now, it just seems really sick. And I'm on Obama's side. I reckon he's a cutie, but this just makes me feel uncomfortable. What are they talking about when it comes to channels? Anyway, so yeah, if you go on to read, there's something referencing James Alphonsus's Comet Ping Pong Peter, but I'll talk about that later because that's a whole other thing. Um, That's really gross, whatever that is. Um... But yeah, basically, it's not that the emails were ever explicitly, as I said before, like overtly talking about pedophilia or or like moving children around or trafficking, but it's all the code words used in really peculiar context. Oh, and also there was one that was like, oh, do you want a pizza for an hour? Who gets a pizza? Like, you can't really have a pizza for an hour. Or maybe you can. Like, I don't, maybe that, like, I didn't. I didn't include that one because I feel like you could explain that. You could sort of, like, justify that one, so I didn't want to include that one. But, um, yeah, basically, there was that. Um, and, yeah, so that sort of shat 
all over Hillary Clinton's presidency, like her campaign and everything, because people were like, "Why is he talk like? Why is he using pedophile lingo? Like, what? What's up with that? That's super weird." And the the weird thing is, they never addressed it. And she actually tried to address it later, but she just she never. Oh fuck. Um. It never made any sense, and John Podesta himself didn't address it. And these code words have been used to capture so many sex traffickers, so it's not like they're bullshit and haven't ever been enforced. Like, they've actually worked. So, you know, what what explanation did he provide? I mean, I mean, uh, this is just weird. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. So that's when sort of people started to be like, oh, you know, there's sex trafficking rings, but are the elitists involved? Like, I didn't know that. So then they started unpacking it more and looking into Hillary Clinton more. And then this is where we get into another character that I'm going to be, character, ugh, person that I'm going to be talking about to today. Uh, and her name is Laura Silsby. I don't have a photo of her and she's also not referenced in the slideshow that I have on Instagram today, but basically Laura Silsby. Okay. So in 2010, um, let me just get these facts. So in 2010 in Haiti, I think that's how you say it. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's a country in, um, Africa. Ooh, let me just, let me just make sure. Um, where you are. Sorry, I just had to edit that bit, but yeah, basically in 2010, um, there was a devastating national disaster in disaster in Haiti in Africa. Um, which caused mass devastation across, like, you know, they had nothing, like, they were reduced to rubble, basically. Um, I forget what the natural disaster was. That's really bad of me. But anyway, so, you know, they were in shreds and all these, like, charities and stuff were going in and supposedly helping. They were gathering all these funds, but the place is still shit poor and, like, lacks a bit of infrastructure so what they made so much money these charities but they didn't really seemingly do anything I mean that's another story but basically not long after that natural disaster 33 children ages like I don't know really young to sort of maybe 12 were abducted by and it was found to be they were abducted by this woman called Laura Silsby and she claimed that they were being taken to be adopted, but, like, majority, if not all of them, had two parents worried sick waiting for them at home. Like, it just baffles me. Like, and there were also no adoption papers. So she's just like, oh, no, nah, it's, like, it's kick. Like, they're getting adopted. Well, like, no, hang on, because, like, no, they're not. Like, it just made, the like, the, pe the way people think, like, the way these people think just... It's a mind fuck. Anyway, so yeah, basically it caused this woman to be investigated further and they found now this this is this is retarded. They found that she's on a board of directors for AlertSense. And AlertSense is a company which provides technology for Amber Alerts. I'm gonna let you join the dots. What do you do when a child goes missing? You put out, in America at least, you put out a bloody Amber Alert. What happens if those people putting out the Amber Alerts are bloody child traffickers and they know exactly where that child's gone because they've kidnapped them? That's just fucked. 
this is what I mean. It's like, you know, those type of people are meant to be the ones that protect you, but then they turn around and they, they're the ones that actually kidnap the children. So it's, oh my God. Anyway, so yeah, she's not only that, but she was also best buddy pals with bloody Hillary, oh, Hillary Clinton. She's mates with Hillary Clinton who somehow helped her get out of this mess. So that's what swings it round back to Hillary because she's mates and tries to justify the actions of a legitimate sex trafficker who tries to take advantage of less privileged kids with the help of adoption agency, which brings me to um, these symbols here. Now, I know this is a lot of information to take in at once. I mean, I'm just really grazing over it. There's like a lot more stuff that you can go into. It's like, fucked. Like, there's a lot more stuff. That's why I'm going to link the documentaries and the websites where I got this information from. So if you want to understand more in depth, then you can. But, um, yeah, so as you can see, after the emails, there's these symbols. Now, to you and I, they don't really make any sense. But in 2007, the FBI released that these symbols are used by pedophiles to talk about their sexual preference. Now, you'll see in the top left corner, that's a little blue triangle. And that means that they like little boys. Yeah. Lovely. Right. Moving on. So in the top right, I think that also means little boys. Um, and then the bottom left is the heart. That means little girls. And then the lovely little butterfly, cutie little patootie means both. So yeah, there's that. Try and have a little thinky dinky if you've ever seen these before. And if you have, um, well, fuck, um, tell me and we can maybe talk about it. Uh, Yes, yeah, so basically once these got unearthed, as you can see in the next slide, they're found in all these establishments and these different places that are supposedly meant to look after children. And it was also found that sex trafficking is done really through adoption agencies. So many adoption agencies have been sued, have been, you know, looked into because of these the weird ways that they acquire hundreds of children without documentation and ship them off to God knows where without doc proper documentation. And records, as you can see in the International Adoption Clinic, their top left symbol, if we refer back to our symbols, means little girl love, which is just gross. And that could just be sort of a coincidence, but at the same time, because we understand that these places are used for this, it's like, change your symbols. Like, ugh. it's still used today. Like, if you go and look, like, I think it's still there. But anyway, as are the John Podesta emails, you can actually go onto Google and look at them yourself. I mean, it's a bit tedious, but if you search up the word pizza, you can actually come to find a lot of weird shit, as I did. And then my computer started crashing. So explain. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. I mean, what's that all about? So, yeah. Okay. So, basically, I think you guys have an understanding of what I'm talking about now. Basically, we're starting to see that the sort of the correlation between like, sex traffickers and the elitists, definitely within the political realm. I mean, Donald Trump has, like, that many sex allegations against him from, like, minors, girls as young as 13. So, I mean, it's... I mean, but Hillary Clinton, like, ew. She's also been to Epstein's Island, which we'll get into in another podcast. And I would actually really, really push for you to go watch the Epstein documentaries if you can. They're on Netflix now. Um, they were really good. Um, 
and really inform. They were awesome. I would definitely recommend them. Um, but yeah, now we're going to like sort of talk about where these symbols are used and um, religion is something I really didn't want to go into because I think it's so it's it, sh- it should be your choice whether you believe in religion or not. Um, if, you know, and I don't want to criticize it and. I don't want to, I really wanted to steer clear of religion because like, fuck that. Like, you know, I, I don't have to enforce my beliefs just as they don't, etc. But I just find it a little bit weird. Now tell me if you agree. It's just a little bit weird that old mate Francis in his get up for World Youth Day, might I add, is wearing the little boy love symbol on his robe. Now, I was having a conversation with my mate Cece the other day and she was saying that he's actually like um, a, a good guy and I also found out that he like, you know, cast out George Pell from his like group. So he's I'm not saying that Pope Francis is in, involved in this. In fact, I probably don't think he has because as Cece was saying, he's he's um, done good things for the environment and I think that's really great. But um, at the same time, it just doesn't help that his the establishment that he's in is notorious for little boy love, and then he just happens to be pimping little boy love, like dripping in little boy love symbols. I mean, even if it's not something he agrees with, I don't think he picked out the outfit, but like, I don't know. It just rubs me in the wrong way. I don't know if it does for you guys, but yeah, basically that's just the whole thing when you go into this is you'll see repeatedly like you go into these sort of theories you'll see repeatedly like symbolism will be their downfall and what that means is that like the way they are symbolic in what they use to represent what they love and the words we're going to catch on and that'll eventually be I sound like a fucking crazy person I'm like symbolism will be their downfall but like nah it's it will it will spoken really fast and and this probably isn't as entertaining as the other ones were but it's sort of just a really brief overview of the stuff that's going on and if it doesn't make any sense to you then that's fine but I did watch a documentary called um out of the shadows and I would 100% recommend it to you I could not recommend it enough it keeps getting deleted off YouTube which is very sus so I would try and watch it if you can um it's under a lot of different names as well and it just really it talks about the um Mockingbird and MK Ultra, which is what I'm going to go into next week on our installment so very exciting stuff ladies and gents potentially god no please no i'd actually hate my life oh they are listening they because you want to know what the confronting thing is if you search up my name on spotify this shit comes up me in a spaceship holding god knows what smiling with six nine tats on my face talking about this stuff what if I had a crush and he was like, oh, I want to suss her Spotify. I want to see if she's got good taste in music. And then he just hears me talking about sex traffic rings. Well, that'd be humiliating. But yeah, basically that's the end of today's podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it wasn't as entertaining as the other one might have been. The other one 
what am I talking about? I was just shit, that other one. But yeah, I really hope that this was informative uh, in, in a fun way. Um, if not, please let me know on my Ask a Fan, which I will be linking um, somewhere. I want to get a link tree so that I can just link all these different things. But yeah, I guess we'll do the outro song now. I'm going to keep it Careless Whisper because some of you guys liked it last time. Stay safe, everyone. Wear a mask, you cheeky fuckers. Love you all. Alright. Oh, I don't want to leave you. Yes, I do. Bye. Love you. <laughs>